Thank you for tuning in to the My Favorite Girl Caregiver's Corner podcast, bringing inspiration, education, resources, hope, and strength to caregivers so you can keep going, keep pushing, keep loving, and by all means, keep caring. I am your host, Priscilla Jean-Louis. All right, welcome to episode seven of the My Favorite Girl Caregivers Corner podcast. I am your host, Priscilla Jean-Louis, and this week we're actually going to start a new episode, and it's going to be called Caregiver Life, and Caregiver Life is going to be myself as well as my 16-year-old daughter, Kayla Jean-Louis. We are the primary caregivers for my 79-year-old mom as well as my 97-year-old grandmother. And so we're going to just invite you into our life. We're going to talk about the different happenings, things that have happened during our week as we've been caring and uh, just taking you deeper into our journey. So tonight, I am Priscilla, or this week, I am Priscilla. I'm Kaylin. And this is Caregiver Caregiver Live. Live. (laughs) All right, Kaylin. So, you know, um, even as we talked about it, we just want to talk about our week. And so this week, what's been the highlight of your week as a caregiver, as as a young caregiver? The laughs. I think the laughs this week have given me the most joy because there'll be some times where they just burst out of laughter out of nowhere or walk out during the day. You can look at them and be like, hello. And then they just start laughing and get joy. So that's the greatest part, I think, this week. Yeah, and it's been a pretty good week this week. We haven't had anything major going on. Even last Praise week, God. full moon happened last month. And I mean, last week, and usually when there's a full moon, those behaviors can become very challenging. We won't say difficult. We'll just say challenging, especially for granny, for my mom. Yeah. Um, she can become very combative, uh, just different behaviors. So last week, we had a full moon, and it was... Uh, a good week. It was also your birthday. So we got to celebrate Kaylin's birthday last week. She turned 16. Big one, six. Yeah, she turned 16 years old. And, um, you know, it's been such a blessing having Kaylin here. And I tell her often, often tell her thank you, uh, just because at 16 years old, and, you know, just turned 16 last week, 15 years old, just the responsibility that she has taken and just, you know, stepping up to the plate and helping out, not by force, but simply by choice. And it's been such a great blessing to have you here to help me care for granny and grandma. And I say that all the time, I really don't know how I would do it if um, Kaylin wasn't here with me. And so, you know, I'm, I'm extremely proud of her. I'm extremely proud of just the young lady that she is. Um, and just to give a little bit of introduction because she's not been on my podcast before, this is something new that we're going to be doing, but just to give you a little background of Kaylin, she is the executive director of Kaylin's Caring Connection Incorporated, which is a nonprofit organization. Um, she's doing some pretty big things here in the community. We're going to talk a little bit about what she's doing before we get off, throw a plug in there for her um, current campaign that she has going on. But again, you know, we're just, we're talking about our week. I mean, some of the things that have happened, what has been, you know, over the past couple of years that we've been caring, um, especially over this last year, you know, dealing with COVID, we used to have an opportunity where we could go out and we could go Watch the movies. Went to the movies. We went to the nail salon. Went to the mall. Anywhere we could go to just get a break, get out the house, to have fun. I honestly miss those days. (laughs) But COVID, we understand that with COVID precautions, we stay home. We still find our ways, though, to get out, have fun safely, whether we just go to the grocery store or if we go out to the park, we we just find ways to relax, even though we can't go everywhere. Yeah, and it's it's um, <laughs> when you find a grocery store, it's just your place and your thing to go. 
yeah, that's that's kind of what we call caregiver life. <laughs> With caregiver life, you know, going to the grocery store. It's kind of like having children. Those of you who have children, you understand our, uh, my plight anyway. When you have children, sometimes you go and hide out in the bathroom so that they can't um, find you just so you can have a moment to yourself. And uh, let me just say that even as they grow up, it doesn't change. Even at 16, they still come in uh, when you're hiding in the bathroom. But for us, especially during COVID, uh, getting out to go to the grocery store is like the highlight because Literally. you're getting away from it all. Um, and it's not a bad thing. It's just you have to take that opportunity whenever you can just to be able to have your me time. And so even if it's, you know, 30 minutes going to the grocery store, that becomes the highlight of your life. Literally. Or if we're even if we're just home, somebody comes over and you get to take a nap or get to just relax. That's also awesome. Or if somebody were to come like a family member, they come take them off or bring them lunch, bring them something. It's easier for everything just to be able to breathe and say, wow, it's good to see that other people can recognize what we're doing and be so generous to come over and allow us to get a break. Yeah. It's kind of rare, you know, that things like that happen, but we take advantage of that time. And I must honestly say that that is the one thing that I miss as a caregiver. Uh, that's the one thing that I miss dearly. That's being able to take my Sunday afternoon naps. You remember, yes. I mean, I would take at least a three, four hour nap sometimes on Sundays after I made Both sure <laughs> that dinner was prepared and my family was taken care of. Then they all knew that it was nap time for me. And that was my time to just catch up and uh, get to just relax. Yeah. And, and I greatly, I greatly miss that. It's been a long time since I've been, been able to just take that nap. But, you know, I mean, it's all good. You get it in wherever you can fit it in. And so, you know, this is just, this is us. This is our right. life. Um, so I'm just going to ask Kaylin, um, even throughout this week, I know you talked about the last, what has been, or has there been any challenging moments this week right here? What are some things that have happened in our caregiver life that, you know, may have been challenging for you? Well, Caregiver life, first of all, anybody who's a caregiver knows that you have your highs and your lows and then the in-between times where it's good and then it's like, I don't know. But I would probably say, I mean, both of them kind of get a little agitated with me sometimes and it's all right. I mean, it's nothing that I can't handle. They just both sometimes get in their modes and I don't know, maybe it's just me, my persona. Sometimes they get aggravated and it's like her. But I understand. I mean, that could be a little challenging because you wish you could redirect them like, hey, that's not what I did or that's not who I am. But you can't really tell them because they, their minds, they're convinced on whatever they have going on in their brains. They're going to stick to it. You can't change what they're saying. And so those moments where they come a little agitated with me, it literally will be like me and then they see her <laughs> and it's just like, wow, she's here. Yeah. So those can be the challenging moments. And I think for me, sometimes I stay in my office a little bit longer after work because, you know, Caitlin can vouch for this. The moment I walk out of my office, it's like I get attacked. <laughs> It's like I love a, her beautiful persona. At more so my mom. And, you know, I understand because what I often say to people is I'm her person. And that's that's just the reality of it. I'm her person. And whenever she sees her person, she lights up and she's like, oh, that's you. You're here. And so if I don't stay in there for a moment just to catch a breather, because I know once I walk out, uh, it's on. It, it's right. It's on. And so... You know, and it's nothing bad because it's not like she's doing anything. She just wants to be wherever I am. She wants to be right on my hip. And it's, I mean, in some instances, it's cool because, you know, one thing that you recognize is that even though she may not remember right. a lot of things, for her to just remember that this is my person. And, you know, I think one of the things that I love most of all that kind of melts my heart, even in those um, challenging moments when, because it's kind of like, like babies, you know? Yeah. And so every night 
you get to tuck them in bed just like they're babies, right? Yes. And so even with, with granny, you know, a lot of times she can she can have her moments where she can become challenging, but then I go and I get her ready for bed and I tuck her in bed and she'll look up most nights and she'll say, I love you so much. Yes. Thank you so much. It's even better when grandma does it. <laughs> oh yeah, because grandma Yes. Grandma's she, not telling anybody she loves them, not often at right. all. I think, what was that, last week? Yeah, she, last week. Last week I had a moment where I was working through some things, was a little frustrated, and she just randomly out of nowhere, I'm putting her in the bed, I'm taking her, and she's like, all right, I tell her good night every night, and then she'll be like, well, good night as well, and then she was like, I love you. I was like, oh, I needed that right then and there. I love the way God uses them sometimes. So when he does, I, I think all of that is God because he does know what we need when we need it. And so, you know, I mean, just being able to hear that because sometimes granny can do things and it'll be like, why? Yes. But then they melt you down when they're like, or granny at least, she'll, you know, I can sit her at the table and she's eating and you know, she may waste something or, and she'll look up and she'll say, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And I'm like, it's okay. You know, I mean, it, it happens. It's okay. And we're kind of used to how things go now because you kind of know, and you recognize that when you sit them down and you put, especially my mom, uh, my grandmother's a little bit better. Um, but especially my mom, you, you kind of know that, you know, when she's eating, it's going to kind of be like, a three, four-year-old. She's yeah. going to waste stuff all over the table. Um, she's going to do different things. And, you know, the other side of caregiving life, caregiver life is understanding that one is not them. It's yes. the disease. And so when you recognize that it's the disease, you don't hold it against the person when some things happen. And you recognize, I, I know for me, one of the things that I always strive to do is to be able to care in the same manner that I feel like God cares for us. That's one of the things for us, yeah. our faith and our, um, you know, our, our background and our faith is what keeps us doing what we're doing. We have a strong faith, strong yes. foundation. We believe in God. We serve God. And um, we live by the principles of the Bible. That is our life. Right. And so when you're doing that, you understand that, you know, for me, it is allowing God to serve through me. Yes. And that's what you understand, that every opportunity that you have when you're caring for your loved one, uh, whether or not it's somebody you're related to, whether or not it's somebody you're working for, Whenever you're serving them, every opportunity you have, you have that opportunity to allow God to serve through you, right. to allow them to feel God's presence through you in serving. And so that is my goal every single day. And so there are some things that happened. I think that was last week. I think I was laying in my bed and oh. um, Caitlin calls me on the phone and I'm trying to figure out like, why she called me? What? And I happened to be up, um, wasn't watching the camera at the time. And so I didn't see what was going on. And so she's calling me and I'm like, what is she doing? And so I answered the phone and Caitlin's like, mommy, um, granny had an accident on the floor. And so I'm laying there and I'm like, okay. <laughs> and so she says, did you hear me? She had an accident on the floor. And I said, okay. And she said she had an accident on the floor in her room. <laughs> and so I said, okay, as I'm walking towards her room. And then you think about it and it's like, what am I going to do? Right? right. It's like, she can't help it. She doesn't know. Um, and so there's no need and no point in becoming frustrated or aggravated or uh, anything else of right. that nature. And so for me, I always try and look at perspective. You know, I try to see things from the best perspective that I can see it. And so for me, um, that's kind of where my mind went. 
and I had to look at it from a different perspective. And, you know, when I considered the other perspective, it was, you know what? I have a carpet cleaner. Yeah. I have a carpet cleaner. Let me tell and you, so, that's one of the best things for caregivers, especially when you can't, if you're living on carpets in the room and you don't know what may happen. I think that's probably one of the greatest things. Yeah. That's you could have gotten to be able to have for any situation yeah, like that. Such a blessing because I have a friend of mine who, you know, kind of understood what was going on and um, I didn't ask uh, at all. And, you know, she just kind of showed up at my house one day with a carpet cleaner. <laughs> and the whole thing behind it was, you know, I know how things go and, you know, I don't want you to have to go and rent one you know, when things happen and that right there by itself was like, wow, you know, to have a village like the village. I mean, I think we have one of the most amazing villages yes. that we can have. Um, we have very supportive friends, uh, very supportive people in our lives who, you know, when we need them, they come through. And so that was just such a kind gesture. And so, you know, when it happened, there was no need for me to become bothered, become upset. I just said, okay. And so went ahead, you know, got her bath ready, got her bathed up, um, and then went, cleaned the carpet, and it was done. And so, you know, that's all a part of caregiver life, <laughs> you know? And, and so you get to experience these things. Um, one of the things that I always keep in mind, and I try and teach that, to Kaylin and she, you know, she grabs hold of everything, you know, and I, and I love it. But one of the things that I've always tried to teach my children, um, which is something that my mom always taught me, she lived by that scripture, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And so when you consider uh, doing unto others in, in, in our situation as caregivers, you want to give the best care that you can give because God forbid, but if you're ever in that particular situation where you have to have somebody care for you, you want them, you want them you. yeah, you want them to be able to return it back better, you know, if not the same, better than what you've given out. And so, you know, Tell when you them. consider that, Kayla, what, how does that make a difference in how you serve? Well, I mean, of course, being a kid, you're always going to say, well, I'm growing up. I have my own childhood. And I mean, other people probably have that perspective and probably are like, well, they're in our house. I didn't ask for them to be here. I didn't ask for this situation. But when you're going to be able to see it 24-7, I mean, it kind of, in my opinion, doesn't make any sense not to find a way to help, find a way to step in. Because at the end of the day, you're living in it. You're going to have to deal with it, whether you want to or not. Because there could be situations where they might want to speak to you or you just you can't avoid not caring for somebody, especially if they're in your home 24 seven. If you are watching them, you're going to have to make that choice and that initiative to step up and say, hey, I understand their situation and I would want somebody to do that for me. You never know. I mean, just an example right now, you have COVID going on. You just you never know when you might need somebody to care for you, even if you don't have a disease like dementia, simple diseases, COVID, that causes a lot of problems for some people. Some it doesn't, it varies, but you would want somebody to stop by, bring you some food or stop by and help sure, make sure that those around you are okay. If they have kids, make sure they're okay. If they have elderly people like us, make sure they're okay. You'd want somebody to be there for you. And so I just think seeing people in our life showing up for us and us being able to show up for them just allows us and allows me to have a greater appreciation for the things that I have in life. I mean, they may not remember every little thing, but they still remember me sometimes, whether they're calling me my mom's name. <laughs> Which is 100% of the time. <laughs> yeah, most of the time they're calling me Silla or they're calling my mom. But there's those random moments where they just shout out my name and I'm just like, huh? You, you remember? Yeah. Right. <laughs> and so it's just awesome to be able, I mean, they may not remember everything, but at the end of the day, they're here, they're alive. They're not, we're not somewhere having to make sure that they're buried or make sure that they're anywhere. We get to have the moments we have with them. I mean, there's so many people who have lost their loved ones to dementia. There's so many caregivers who have 
lost their own lives just because of their mental state and not knowing how to deal with it all. And so just us being able to be here with each other to constantly be able to check on them, whether it's good days or bad days, it's just awesome to be able to know that they're here and that we can see them. We can make sure that they're okay until whatever day the Lord calls them to be with him. Yeah. And that's one thing that I've tried my best to not do, which is to make you feel like you're obligated to do this. You know, I mean, to feel like, well, you know, I have to live my life. One of the things I've tried to continue from beginning until now is making sure that you are involved in whatever it is you want to be involved in. I've never um, stopped you from doing it. And, and I've done my best to support you in all of your endeavors, because at the end of the day, I never want you to feel like, you know, caregiving took precedent over you. And so no matter what I have had to juggle to make sure that you don't lose your childhood in so many ways, that's exactly what I've tried to do and um, plan to continue to do as long as there is strength in my body. And right. so, you know, all of this is what caregiver life is all about. Literally. I mean, there's the high moments, the funny moments. I mean, there are times when granny can, what was the thing she did the other day when you asked for a kiss, what did she do? She gave me a kiss right on my face. Like, it's just What did she random. do first, though? What did she do first? She first, like, she was, like, in the air. Like, there, that's what I'm talking about. There's those funny moments where it's just, like, everything is a joke, and so it gives you laughter. And I often say, I mean, I hear other people say, but caregiving is really like a roller coaster. There's twists. There's turns. You never know what's going to happen, but you take every day, day by day. They have their moments where they're funny and they do certain things. And then they have those moments where it's not so good. We see them struggling. We see them going through certain things. And it can be a little heartbreaking. And just to be able to know that they're going through that and you can't do anything about it. I mean, you can't change their state. You can try to ease them out of it. But once they are convinced about something, they're just convinced. And they may be confused whether it's trying to put on clothes. You see them struggling to... Does this arm go in here or does my leg go in this right pants? Or, or granny put her shoes on backwards. She yes. has bedroom shoes and she's putting the back part in the front. Or they're Mitch Mac sometimes. Yeah. It, you never know. Sometimes it could be same thing with pants. You just, you see them confused and it's like the average person would know this, but because they're not the average person, you have to see it from a different perspective. Yeah. And you, you know, it is, it can be heart wrenching, especially when it's your mom or when it's your grandmother. It doesn't take away from anybody else, but when it's your mom, you know, there are days and I don't share that side of it often at all, but there are days when as a daughter, you know, you long for those moments with your mom. You want that, that, that mama time. You want to be able to have a conversation or like I used to love to just go lay in her bed and just, I felt like what I do now, I felt like if I could just get to my mama's bed, everything was going to be okay. That's just how I felt, you know? Um, and so now you're in a place where that's totally different. You can't do that. I can still go and lay down. And there are times when I do get up on Saturdays and I'll go and I lay in the bed with her and she lays there and she just talks and we laugh or whatever. Um, but most of the time you can't lay by her. Sometimes you can't even sit by her because she has this tapping thing yes. that she does where she Constantly. will poke. She'll just I mean, sit she'll there. just poke and hey. poke and poke. Yeah, that's another right. thing. She likes to say <laughs> hey a lot. So if you ever see her and she doesn't see you a lot, she'll look at you and just be like, hey. It's not even if you don't see her. Yeah. I can walk out of my office and, you know, if I walk back and forth 10 times, she's going to speak to me hey. every time. Hey, you know, and, and what you learn is you just, you go into their world. You, you enter into their world. You don't try to correct them. You enter into to their world and wherever they are, you go there too. You yeah, know, it just makes life. Yeah. And it makes life so much easier for you and for them because they're not going to get it. No matter how you try to change it, they're not going to get it. So you know, if she's pointing and she's saying, you see that? My response is, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah girl. And usually that's that's how I talk to her. Hey, girl. I come out of my room 
If I haven't seen her during the day, I've been working in my office and I step out and she's out here. I come out I'm like, hey, sweetie. Right. Hey, girl, how you doing? Make them laugh. And, them and the joy that comes to her face when I walk out and I say that. And it makes all the difference in the world. And some things I've had to learn to do differently because bath time used to be the worst time. But I had to learn how to maneuver that better. Butter and so, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. You have, to, her you have to butter her up. You have to, you know, talk to a girl, da 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 and she starts talking back. And then after a little bit, come on in, girl, let's go. Let's go ahead and get you a bath. And it works, you know, and she's just as jolly, you know, as she can be, you know. And then there are times when she wakes up in the morning and it's like, yeah. Woo, what side of the bed did you get up on? <laughs> that's a lot of people, though. Some people, that's the one thing that I can say with dementia. Some things people naturally do in real life. Like some people don't wake up on the right side of the bed. They wake up with negative energy and negative mindset. We all have those days where yeah. we just wake up and it's kind of like I'm not feeling it today. Yeah. And so she has those moments. Sometimes they're more than the average person. Yeah. But you, we find ways. And I say... Like even saying with the roller coaster, they have so many different mood swings. You just have to go with it. And can have them all in five minutes. Literally. <laughs> you can go from, hey, you so nice to no, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do it's literally. It could be happy to mad to happy again to sad to I don't want to be be here to it. In five minutes. Literally. In five minutes. But you learn how to adjust. That's the only way that you can do it and do it. And, and I say, um, it's serving, you know, I look at what I do as serving. It's being able to give back to them for everything they've done for me. I mean, just about everything that I do, I learned it from my mom and my grandmother. And that's why serving them in this part of their life is not a difficult thing for me. Uh, does it get Tiring, yes. Um, there are moments when I do want to just break away. Uh, these past couple of days, I've been exhausted because Kaylin's birthday was last week. We threw her a nice party and, um, you know, going to bed late, making sure things happen for her. And so then the week came and I, I already told her I need a vacation after the vacation, but it's all worth it. You know, so there's still those days where you want to be able to just lay down in your bed and take a nap and not be um, just relaxing. Right. And you can't do that because you have to keep your eyes on them. But I will say this, you know, even in our situation, even in our caregiver life, you know, we still have it so much better yes, than a lot of yes. people. You know, I'm, I'm a part of a couple uh, dementia groups. And when I'm reading some of the things that go on with other people, it makes me even more thankful because, you know, my mom has always gone to bed early from the time I was a little kid. She's always gone to bed early. early yeah. And for the most part, um, she goes to bed around about 6 30, 7 o'clock. We do have days where she will get up. Uh, but for the most part, she goes to bed and you know, unless it's uh, the weather's changing or, you know, yeah, it's just one of those factor. moments. <laughs> sometimes when it's raining, it could be a, I'm going to get up. Or sometimes when it's raining, it can be, I just want to lay down. I don't want to get up. Because those, those are those moments, too, where it's kind of like she's been in bed. For yeah, like today. Day. She did yeah. it today where she ate breakfast. And then I happened to look up on the camera and she was in bed. And I'm like, well, what? What's going on? What happened? She just doesn't want to get up. Yeah. She'll just say, I just feel like resting. So we go back in there periodically to check in on her. But most times she just feels like laying in the bed. And those, I guess we would say those are victory days. Yes. We're kind of like, <laughs> yay. She's still in a calm, peaceful mood. Even though she's resting, she's calm. She's not in one of those... I woke up not feeling well mood. She just she just feels like relaxing. And I guess that's her version of self-care. Yeah. That's her version of I just need to relax. So I'm just gonna lay down, 
Just like we have those moments where we just want to. And I think we do a good job of swapping yeah. sometimes. Even on Sundays, even if we both we can't get our naps, she'll say, I really, I really need a nap. I'm cool with that. I'm up. I'm in here. So sometimes she'll stay in here and take a nap to go in her room. Sometimes she just will alternate. Sometimes I'll be like, I really just, I really need a nap. So I'll go in my room and we work together. Yeah, we, we make a great team. That That's what I can honestly say. We make a great team. Um, Kaylin can usually feel if I'm a little um, stressed. Doesn't happen often, but when I am a little overwhelmed, she'll, okay, mommy, I got it. But we just kind of, we kind of, we work well with each other. And so, you know, it's not a difficult task. Right. And, you know, we, we try our best to make sure that they are good all the time, whatever they want, whatever they need. We try to make sure that it happens. And right. so, you know, our, our caregiver life, it has its challenges, but for the most part, we make it good. And right. we understand that, you know, the source of all of our strength comes from God. We understand that, you know, there's a certain grace that God has given us to be able to do what we do. And that's how we function. And so, you know, we just wanted to kick this off. We are, like I said, we are going to be doing this periodically where we're just going to be talking about our week, whether it was something good that happened, something bad that happened. We won't share every single thing because uh, no matter what, we're always going to maintain their dignity. And so yes. we won't get into the graphic details of every single thing, but just to bring you further into our journey, further into sharing what this looks like for right. us, um, you know, whether or not granny was, you know, cause happy today, sad day. We just gonna yeah. share. Cause Kaylin, Kaylin is Priscilla now. And when I asked her, I asked her earlier tonight, who is that? It, depen she said, it depends on the hairstyle. <laughs> if my hair is up in a more way where they see, oh yeah, this seems like older person. I'm her. If not, I'm that little person or I'm just. Yeah. Most of the time she calls you Scylla. Yeah. Because she thinks that Kaylin is her is daughter new. and she thinks that I'm her mom. Yes. And so you just kind of go with the flow. My grandma really doesn't, you know, I don't think she really calls either one of our name ever. Yeah, she just um, would be like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> right. And she sits here most of the time and laugh at me and Kaylin all the time. I think she's our little amen cosign. I think one of the funniest things that happens all the time, though, is when granny starts bothering grandma <laughs> she will like literally my mom will literally sit down next to my grandmother my grandmother can have her blanket on because most of the time they both have a blanket because it can be 85 degrees in our oh, house cold. and they are still cold um it's just the old <laughs> age and the bones i you know i guess we're not freezing them but they're usually freezing cold and so my grandmother will be asleep and my mom will be there Right Start next to her, on her like this. and all of a sudden she may reach over and literally pull the whole blanket off. <laughs> and there are those days. Yeah, where some days grandma, <laughs> she'll be like, I'm just not going to let it phase me. But she, you can tell she's a little agitated, but then there's other days where then it's like girls going wild, <laughs> senior edition. That's, that's what we call it, girls going wild, senior edition, yes. because grandma is like ready to fight. And most of the time she'll say, she ain't crazy. She know what she's doing. <laughs> you know, she doesn't understand because she too has dementia. Hers is not as advanced as my mom's, but she doesn't understand that. No, she really doesn't know what's going on. And so, you know, she's in fight mode and it's the funniest oh, thing. It is. And, and probably funnier to me because, you know, my grandmother is literally a 97 year old church mother who I've never <laughs> seen, um, never cursed, never drank, never. I mean, we, we're from one of those sanctified churches and she's the church mother. And so to see her get gangster yes. at 97 and like there are moments and she could barely walk, but there are moments when they, my mom will part. do stuff and you'll see she'll raise up like she's ready to fight. And we're looking like, what? <laughs> it's funny too because she mentions her legs are a little unstable. That's the that'll be the funny part because she'll be ready to do something, but then she'll try and stand up. She'll be like, "Nope, never mind." I'm right. <laughs> so you know, those, those are our caregiver moments, and, yeah. and we have we have a lot of fun over here. You know, because you have to keep it 
you have to keep it lively to keep yourself where you need to be. You know, I mean, we, we get our self-care in and I've learned, you know, 2021 taught me, if nothing else, that self-care matters. It really, really matters. Really, really matters. And so I do the best that I can. I, I can't say that I'm excellent at it, but I've been doing so much better with making sure that I get my time in. Um, a I lot make of times sure, I make sure she gets her time. <laughs> yeah. In. A lot of times I'll just go and she knows if I say, Hey, I'm going to get in the jacuzzi. I'm going to sit in there. And sometimes it's like a three, woosa. three hours. And you know, I'm sitting in there and I'm reading and I'm, you know, that's my place. That is my sanctuary. And so, you know, we get it, we get it in when we can, you know, and so all of that is so important. And, you know, this is just, this is us. This is, our just, caregiver this is what we do. And we don't have any, at least I don't know. I don't have any regrets. I don't have any regrets yeah. either. I mean, you can't plan every situation, but that's life. Right. You never know what's going to happen tomorrow, the day after that. You just wake up and hope for the best. You prepare for the worst and you pray that everything's going to be all right. Yeah. And and we just simply do, at least I do, um, what God gave me a mandate to do. And that mandate was to make ministry out of the moment. And so when he told me to do that, that's exactly what I set on mission to do. And so this is why we share our journey. This is why Caregiver Life is going to happen. This is why the my favorite Girl Caregivers Corner podcast is happening because we want other people to know and to recognize that, hey, you know, this may be your situation. It's not just for those with Alzheimer's and dementia that just happens to be our situation. Right. There are people all over um, who are caring for their loved ones with different uh, different ailments. At the end of the day, our goal is to really inspire you, whether you are 46 like me or you're 16 like Kaylin, uh, we just want to be able to inspire you yeah. to be able to keep doing what you're doing. There's absolutely nothing wrong with being a caregiver. Right. Nothing. And that we, we want to give you insight into what some people's lives may look like. You never, like we always say, everybody's caregiver story is different. Just like everybody's life is different. Nobody's going to be the same. But we're giving you some insight into what some people may deal with. They may deal with it on a smaller scale, a larger scale. But this is just giving you a perspective into the life of a caregiver. I mean, like my mom said, we're blessed enough to not have to go through every hard thing that some other people do. But we still experience some things. And so just by sharing it, it's a way of talking it out. It's a way of encouraging other people. Yeah, because we want you to keep going. Keep pushing, keep, keep loving, keep, and by all means, keep caring. Yeah. That is that is the whole um, theme of everything I do. We want you to keep going. Yes, there are moments that are going to happen that may be tough. Yes, there are moments, there are days when, you know, it's like, oh, my gosh, I don't know if, you know, I don't know how long I can do this. There, there are those days. I would be lying if I said that those days didn't happen because they do. But then you recognize that every single day that we get is another day of grace that God has given us. And the term that I often use is we have to be able to lean into that grace. God never places us in a position or a situation where he has not given us the grace for that situation. And when you recognize that God has graced me for that, then it helps you to do it even better. A matter of fact, you know, I mean, even as a part of uh, this whole thing, I actually started an inspirational caregiver t-shirt line. So, yeah. you know, I want to put that out there. I'm going to throw this commercial in for my caregiver own self. <laughs> throw this commercial in for my own self. You know, if you're a caregiver and you need that ex extra inspiration, visit my website, www.priscillajjeanlouis.com. Um, and on that website, I have an online store where you can purchase your, uh, t-shirts. It's called Ins inspirational caregiver tees. And one of the tees is I was graced for this. We have one that is caregiver. Um, what is it? Caregiver. Um, y'all saw how I drew that, drew that blank. Just a <laughs> 
we have one that says caregiver life. Yeah, we do have one. Now we got one that's caregiver life. Um, you have love. Your, you have your. Uh, the other one is caregiver love wrapped up in a matter of choice. Yes, and then okay. the OG one, the one that says caregiver, keep pushing. Yep. Keep loving. Keep caring. And yeah, all of that. And so yes, you can go on yes. there. And you can get your shirt. And then I also did my self-care line because self-care is very important, especially for caregivers. And so there's a self-care shirt out there. Um, and then Kaylin has her own line of shirts. Yes, One of her yes. shirts is Karen is where my heart resides. And so all of that, you can go on my website. You can get to her website from my website. But, you know, as we said, it's just a way to be able to help inspire other caregivers. Um, we're here. Uh, I say that all the time. So, you know, if you're a caregiver and, you know, because sometimes it, it reality is being a caregiver sometimes can be a very lonely place. Mm -hmm. Caregiving is it's a lonely place because you're here. You know, people don't they don't always check in on you. It's kind of like when you have children. Once you have a baby, people love you. But every time you see them, they want to know how the baby doing. How's the baby? <laughs> and so there's not a lot of people who actually will pick up the phone and call and just simply say, hey, you know, how are you doing? Right. You know, very rare. I will say that very rare. Do I get those phone calls? Now, I do have them. I do have a few people that are religious about picking up their phone at least once or twice a week. I can count on um, there. There's some people that I can count on to call and say, hey, you know, just checking in. How are you doing? Are you good? And that's important because um, sometimes you can get lost in caring and, you know, people don't really, they, they don't really check in. You never and, know how much a, are you okay? Or do you need anything can change a caregiver's life? Like you never know how just saying, can I bring a meal? Yeah. Can I pick up groceries? Can I come and sit? and let you take a nap just something simple doesn't have to be extravagant where you give a 500 check or it could be something as simple as checking in on them coming over once just to be able to sit down and talk with them allow us to get a break allow other caregivers to get a break simple acts of kindness simple acts of caring doing things like that for other people will make the greatest difference yeah it, it makes a world of difference like this week right here I haven't felt a whole lot like cooking. And so when you don't feel like cooking because you're tired, but you know, no matter how tired you get, they still have to be cared for. So I've had to run out and get food because I just didn't feel like cooking. Um, and so it does. I mean, just something as simple as Kaylin said, just calling and saying, hey, you know what? Don't worry about cooking today. I got y'all. I'm bringing food over. It means that that means a world of difference. And so we share this because, you know, when we consider where we are and things that would help us, we know that if it would help us, it, it would definitely help somebody else. else. You know, so that's why we share it. So letting you into our. Yeah, area. this is our world. You know, some of these episodes we may. Oh, well, you know, there is a, a video as well that that goes along with the podcast. Those of you that are listening online, you can catch that video on our YouTube channel. There may be times where we may bring them on and just, you know, allow you to see a little bit different. Never will it be anything that would uh, take away anything from them, because that's not a part of what. Uh, I do, you know, I'm never going to, yeah, I'm never going to pull away from their dignity under any circumstances, but just being able to see what this is all about, you know, this is, this is what, this is what we do. All right. And so before we get out of here, I want to throw in a plug as well, give Kaylin the opportunity to talk about her drive that she has going on. As I stated, she is uh, a 16 year old entrepreneur. She's the executive director of Kaylin's Care and Connection. So tell them about Kaylin's Care and Connection and what you have going on. Well, like my mom said, it is a nonprofit organization. I coined it a couple years ago. And that whole organization, my whole organization is just meeting the needs of others in the community. There's so many different things that we go through. And a lot of times we're afraid to speak up and really ask for help. And so 
in any way, whether it's helping somebody get food, helping somebody get clothes, any need that we can help fulfill, we like to help and step in and fill that need. And so one of the major needs, of course, since we're both dealing with Alzheimer's, both of our the two people we care for, my grandmother and great grandmother, her mother and grandmother, we both see the challenges they go through. And even though there's not a cure right now for Alzheimer's disease, the Alzheimer's Association works on a consistent basis and they have fundraisers so the money can go, go towards the whole support, care and research into truly finding a cure for Alzheimer's disease. So every year you see my shirt, my mom started Team My Favorite Girl a couple years ago, I think. About three and years so, ago, this is our fourth year. Fourth year with her starting her team. And so we walked for our grandmother and great grandmother and other people in our family who was affected by it because there it has spread to other people in our family. So we walked for those people to raise awareness and say that we understand they're going through something, but we want them to know that, hey, we support you and we want to be able to help others like you and allow this disease to end. We want Alzheimer's to end. So this year, I found out that with so much going on with caregiving, of course, me being a youth caregiver, I know that to me it was something known, but a lot of people don't really hear the voice of youth caregivers and know that we exist. And so I started the Kaylin's Caring Connection Youth Care 2 movement where I'm able to advocate and just show other examples of youth caregivers and allow people to know what we do, what we all go through and how we can get help, how we want you to be able to help us, how you can help other caregivers around you, other youth caregivers. And so this year in Tallahassee, I started the very first youth caregiver team called Team Youth Care 2, mm -hmm. where I am asking for any youth who are willing to walk with me, doesn't matter your age, if you want to walk and you want to help raise awareness for my grandmother's help raise awareness for other people you know who also have been challenged with this disease. If you have anybody, if you just want to simply support KCK and support everything that we're trying to do to really raise awareness, I ask that you please join my team. And even if you can't join the team, you can always donate. We have a donate thing. So you can go to www.kalenscarenconnection.com slash events, and it will take you to the link where you can either choose to join the team and become an ambassador for the KCK Youth Care 2 team, or you can donate because my goal is $1,000. The walk is October 2nd, so we're starting early and want to see how many donations, how many people can join the team and just be there to support us to be able to walk. And so we are constantly, we're trying to push it out to as many platforms as I can. I'm glad you let me share more about it because we're both fundraising. I mean, it's team youth care two team favorite girls, but at the end of the day, we're both team in Alzheimer's. That's right. And so we want to be able to really end this disease, really make sure that others who are affected by it, because a lot of us, a lot of people who are affected are minorities. And so we want to be able to stop this disease from killing people in our community and causing them to lose the rest of their memories, lose the rest of their livelihood because they can't be who they are. They can't do certain things because they're affected by this disease. So if you can, please join Youth Care 2, Team Youth Care 2, even if you want to gene join team hashtag my favorite girl go ahead and join because we at the end of the day it's not a competition we at both all. just want to see this alzheimer's disease cease and end yep and so i'll have that information in the description so if you again would like to join a team you can go to www.kaylin's caring connection the caring is with a k so it's kaylin's caring connection.com and on that page, you'll go to events or when you get to the website, you'll go to events. When you click on events, it will take you to the page. And so you can donate uh, on that page and you can also join the team. You can start once you join the team. You can have other people to come up under your team. But all in all, at the end of the day, it's just a, big, a, a way to be able to support the Alzheimer's Association in this particular in, endeavor. And so this um, there's there's information out there, there's flyers out there. And so you can visit the website. The website will also give you the links to social media pages so you can keep up 
with everything that's going on uh, with uh, Kaylin's Care and Connection, Team Youth Care 2, or My Favorite Girl. You can keep up with all that information on our social media pages. We post quite often with this information. And for every person that donates to the team, we make sure that we acknowledge every single person. So whenever you donate, we put your name out there because we want you to know that we appreciate you connecting yes. with us for this endeavor. And so we are too going to add those names to the web page as well, just so you can see, because anything that we do with Casey K, I do with my favorite girls, whenever we have others that partner with us and support, we want everybody to know that it's not just us. You know, we are a team. It takes uh, all of us to make it successful. One person can do, you know, a little, but when all of us come together and we put our efforts and our resources so together, we can do so much more. And so that is what this is all about. Um, if you are a youth caregiver and you want to partner with Kaylin, you know, team youth care too, uh, even outside of the team, her movement, it's, it's, it's a movement to bring, um, Awareness. awareness for other youth. And we have some other things that she's working on. We'll talk about that at a later point, put a plug in for those, but um, there's some great things that she's doing as well in the community with youth care too, uh, bringing awareness, not just for Alzheimer's, but for all youth. And that's the thing about the walk. You don't have to be someone who is caring. You don't have to be a youth caregiver to join her team. All you have to be is a youth who is interested in connecting, who doesn't mind connecting. Uh, we'll take all ages. We just not, we're not pushing strollers, but if you have some three, four-year-olds uh, that you're going to be out there with, but uh, any other, other youth who want to come and walk, October 2nd is the walk. So you got a lot of time. Um, I think it's usually about two miles and it will be, um, right now is still scheduled for us to actually be back at Cascade Park. So last year, because of COVID, we did it a little bit different where we were in every neighborhood, on every track and every trail. Everybody did it in their own space. And so we were able to view the ceremony online. It was excellent. And then we just walked wherever we were. We walked in our neighborhood, had some people that went to the Exercise. track. Yeah, but because <laughs> of COVID, you know, we had to do a little different. So this year we are planning to be uh, together again. We'll see. Uh, we're praying for this COVID to go away. Um, right now that is the plan. So hopefully we can keep that plan and everybody can actually walk. It's usually about two miles, but it's for a great cause. Great cause and a great way for you to get some exercise for your body. Because I know everybody, we all recovering from COVID. So come out and join us, please. If you can, if you are able, if you're in Tallahassee and you want to help us join, and even if you're not, you just want to donate, just please help us reach our goal and reach the main goal, which is ending alls, because at the end of the day, it's our caregiver life. That's it. All right. That's all I have. You have anything else? Not at all. All right. This has been it for this episode of Caregiver Life. Catch us again in a few weeks. And we'll let you in even further on our journey. We'll let you know what happened throughout our day, throughout our week, as we have cared for Miss Vera <laughs> and Miss Julie, our favorite girls. Yes. All right. Take care. We will catch you on the next episode. Have a great week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the My Favorite Girl Caregivers Corner podcast. Hey, do me a favor and follow on whichever platform you're listening from so that you can receive notifications when the next episode is out and also share it with a friend. And remember, no matter what, keep going, keep pushing, keep loving and keep caring.